Hey there, it's The Real Deal with Camille, true stories of life as an entrepreneur. I'm Camille Diaz, and I'm an optimization coach. I teach entrepreneurs how to achieve their goals, streamline their business, and regain their life. In this podcast, my guests and I share real stories from our real-life experiences. We use our authentic voices, which sometimes include explicit language. If that's not going to work for you, tap out now. Janine Grisbois is a strategic transformational coach dedicated to helping people understand that they can heal themselves and become their best. She is passionate about the power of storytelling and its ability to shift mindsets. She ardently studies the use of words in the description of trauma story and its associated body language. Everything that has ever happened to you in this lifetime and in seven generations before you is encoded in your nervous system. Like a violinist, Rizbois helps you to tune into the root cause of pain. Once the secret is exposed, profound transformation and healing occurs immediately. Potential is now a fact to be acted upon. With Jadin as your coach, you will gain insight into your physical and mental health. She is known for catalyzing self-reflection while offering practical direction. She is a myth buster as she guides you to unravel your truth, discover your passion, and make your impact on the world. I really love the key insights that Janine brings to this episode as we discuss the power of words like can't versus choose. I ask her to address how we deal with the mini traumas of being an entrepreneur, and she shares her list of six areas of pain that we tend to hold on to the most trauma. Janine, I am so excited to get to talk to you today. I just had a wonderful time when we first had our chat. And I know today we're going to talk a little bit about this concept of trauma, because you call yourself that grief recovery lady, um, and help specialize in getting people through this. And you were just telling me about kind of different types of trauma. Just take it away. Just, just, just go. You talk. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks so much for having me here today. You are so precious. And I think the work that you're doing in terms of letting entrepreneurs know that they're not alone and that there's solutions out there is so incredibly powerful. So thank, thank you. you. Thank yes. you so much for this. Yeah. Um, yes, I am a trauma and grief recovery specialist. And the interesting thing about trauma is that it happens to every single one of us. And the reason I know that is because we've all been born. Yeah. And that's traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> and I even if you don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was traumatic for you. Yeah. And it was traumatic for your mother, of course, and right. possibly for your father. Um, and so we were born into this planet in trauma. Mm. And yet... We kind of grown up with it being, you know, the the worst possible thing that could ever happen to us. But if you hadn't been born, that would have been more traumatic than being born, right? So trauma is kind of a fact of life. It's not about big things or little things. And it's not only about death. And yet it's all about death. Because to get through trauma... The formula that I've created is this trauma 
always results in loss. Mm. And loss is that, well, yeah, results in loss. And then the results of that are the conflicting emotions that we call grief. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you think of trauma, trauma is that, that moment in time when time stands still. Mm. It's as though it's slow motion. Mm -hmm. You remember everything about it as though you were watching the scene and yet you're a part of it. Mm -hmm. And you quickly move into that vortex of what is happening? What is going on? And you're not able to identify what really is happening, but you know, there's a loss. Yeah. Right. That is and so, so, I had not thought about it that way before. It's absolutely true. Because every time, every, when it, you know, as you're talking about trauma, I'm kind of like thinking of things that have happened in my life that were traumatic. And as soon as you said that thing where time slows down and it's all happening, but you can't do anything about it. And it's like, you're on the outside and the inside. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, that accurately describes all of the times that I think of as trauma. Yeah, all the way, I think I can remember all the way back to being about four years old and having an experience like that, which is like, whoa, how do I remember that far back? But clearly it was, it stuck. That's right. Yeah. So, and then the results of the trauma happens and then there's loss mm -hmm. and then the result that people see society mm -hmm. sees is what I call the canopy. Okay. So if you imagine an umbrella and if you go to my website, you'll see me with an umbrella mm -hmm. and it's a canopy of conflicting emotions mm -hmm. because we can be happy and we can be sad. We can be relieved and we can be confused mm -hmm. and, and we don't understand this whole new set of feelings that goes with this traumatic event. Yeah. And so people deal with the grief or they think they have to deal with the grief, but mm. they don't ever go back to the root cause, which is the trauma. And you're absolutely right. You immediately went back to that four-year-old. Mm -hmm. You remembered it. You could smell it. You could feel it. You remember what you were wearing. You remember what was going on around you. And you can feel it in your whole self. Mm -hmm. And that's what I deal with is the root cause. Where are you feeling it in your nervous system? Because mm -hmm. every single thing that ever happens to us from conception to death is encoded in our nervous system. Mm. I love this way that you are so focused on treating the cause and not just solving the symptom. I feel like that's where a lot of people get stuck, but nothing ever changes mm -hmm. is, you know, they just, they just put the bandaid on the system or take the medication, you know, metaphorically, whatever it is that we talk about this in health all the time. It's like, well, you've got all these pharmaceuticals and they'll make you feel better, but they didn't actually fix what was making you sick. So same concept here. The grief is how it's presenting, but the trauma is the actual cause. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of effects does this have on people? 
because you know as an entrepreneur I kind of feel like I go through trauma all the time <laughs> like little mini traumas on a regular basis you know but everything's going great and then it's not and the client pays woohoo and then they don't and then oh how do I pay my bills and like just you have this like continuous trauma of things you know this time I get lots of clients and then the next month nobody and you know it's like a continuous trauma how do you start to I don't know deal with this or smooth it out I guess <laughs> so that you're not experiencing the grief so hard every time that's a loaded question yep so let me attempt let me attempt to just give you some little bits on that <laughs> the brief overview absolutely <laughs> otherwise we could be here for like three weeks sorting through all my issues right <laughs> it actually doesn't take that long yay so the quick answer to that is to stop mm -hmm. take a breath and notice Notice what you're thinking. Notice what you're feeling. Notice where it lives in your body. Mm. We are body, mind, and soul. And when we're out of balance in any one of those three areas, then stuff comes up that it's like, it's like God takes it and puts it in front of you and says, look at this. You need to fix this. Mm -hmm. But now we go, I don't want to look at that. I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. And that's why we need a pause. Mm -hmm. And if COVID didn't teach us anything more than take a breath, take a pause, notice what you need to notice. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest gift that I got out of COVID. Yeah. The other thing is this. So we have a brain and it's housed in our six inches between our ears. Right. It's deeply connected to our entire nervous system. Yeah. Right. But the mind, the mind doesn't live in the brain. Mm. Okay. The mind lives outside the brain. Okay. And do you know why I know that to be true? No, I don't know how. Nobody has ever said to me, are you out of your brain? <laughs> okay. Right? What did they yeah. say? They say, are you out of your mind? That's the phrase. Are you out of your mind? Meaning, are you like way out there somewhere? Yeah. And Dr. Carolyn Leaf has a really cool visual that I love. Mm -hmm. And in grade school, they gave us a magnet and iron shillings. And yeah. you spread the iron shillings out on paper and you put the magnet in underneath mm -hmm. and the iron shillings kind of went everywhere. Mm -hmm. Well, the magnet is your brain mm. and the iron shillings are that area around you. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that the mind does 24 seven is thinking. Yeah. And Carolyn Leaf's formula is thoughts plus emotions lead to choices. Mm. And I add to that, there's two other pieces that I think are critical. Those choices are bound by the beliefs that we house yep. within ourselves. And those beliefs lead us to our identity. Mm. So as an entrepreneur, 
it's kind of like being pregnant or not being pregnant. Mm-hmm. You you decide you're going to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. You think you're going to like leap into this and get results, mm-hmm. but you got to incubate your business. Yeah. The process yeah. of incubating your business, your identity changes. And that causes a swell of emotions and learnings. And it becomes so personal that when we finally tell the world that we're in business and that we're doing it, we feel like we're birthing a Mm -hmm. child. Mm -hmm. And in that process, our identity is still evolving. Yeah, yeah. And in order for our identity to evolve, we have to be connected to what's happening to us in our soul, as well as in our mind, as well as in our body. Mm. And that's where we get into alignment with what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. Right. Right. Because you really do have to, I want to use the word own that concept of who you are now. You know, I started out as this one thing. I left my job, whatever. I created this business. I've been building it up for a year and here I go launching it. So now your identity is totally different. You're the business owner. You're the person that does whatever it is you do, not the employee that you were a year or two ago. And that's pretty massive. That's a big, that's a pretty big difference. That is massive. And the other part of it that's even bigger are the beliefs that you carry Mm. through that process. Mm -hmm. So if you have been through trauma that was negative and you didn't resolve it, then your beliefs might contain things like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Nobody's going to want my stuff. Nobody understands me. Nobody hears me. And if you bring those kinds of things into your business, you're going to create that that reality. Yeah. And then your identity is going to shift to things like, I'm a loser. Yeah. I am not able to do this. I blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then guess and what happens? Nobody wants to work with you. So nobody wants to work true. Yeah. 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 So when things aren't working for you in your business, very important to pause mm-hmm. and question the root cause, not what you're doing, not the symptoms. Mm-hmm. You're putting flyers out, you're doing podcasts, you're talking to people, blah, blah, blah. But what is your identity that's involved in all of that? What do you believe about what it is that you're doing? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. If you say you want to make a difference, but at the end of the day, you're only looking at your paycheck, then how, what really are you attracting? Yeah. What difference right? did you make? Exactly. So when we have dollar signs in front of our eyes mm-hmm. and they're right, if you put your hand right up to your eyeballs, Uh You can't see anything. Yeah. Right. So it's very important to stay focused on the results that you want to achieve Mm -hmm. and recognize the process that you get to build, not have to. 
because you see language is so very important. It is. Yes. Yes. Get to. Yeah. You would love to. to. Yeah. You choose to. Mm-hmm. You're excited to. Mm-hmm. But the moment we have to do something. Yeah. You're out of alignment. Mm-hmm. Right. Now I'm going to qualify that because I have been technically challenged mm. in learning a lot of different platforms, etc. It is challenging mm-hmm. to have to delve into this. It is necessary if I'm going to grow. Yeah. And until I decided that I'm a smart person and I've learned so many other things, why couldn't I learn this? It held me back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That was one of the things I learned through the big COVID pause. I've Just seen this happen with some of my clients too. I'm a big proponent of using digital calendars. I, I feel like if you're writing everything on the piece of paper, and you want to have like a recurring event, then you've got to go write it. And if it shifts, you've got to go erase it and put it in the, to me, that's not the best use of one's time to do it that way. And I've had people come to me and say, well, I just can't learn the new thing. You know, they, they're just convinced that that's not how things work. I just love my paper and I have to stick with it. And after we talk for a little while, I said, well, let's try it and see if we can transition you. And once they get transitioned over, they're like, I don't know why I was spending so much time with that paper thing. Like, this is so much faster. I can access it. I always have it. It's easy. I share with like, but it's just that it's believing that you're capable of learning the skills and looking for evidence in other areas where you're highly capable of learning skills and going, oh, yeah, I could learn something in this area, too. Yeah. Love that concept. Yeah. Oh. Now, there are two words that you used in your description uh-huh. that people use on a regular basis that stops them from being successful. Mm. And one is the word can't. Yeah. The only thing we really can't do is fly like a bird. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Yeah, we absolutely cannot do that. Don't have the right breastbone and muscle structure to do the flapping. It's not going right. to happen. Yeah. So when we're looking at those types of things, we can't do that. Yeah. So when we switch the word can't to choose, I choose not to. Then you're setting yourself into a place of empowerment. Mm hmm. Whereas when you say I can't, you're putting yourself in the place of victim. Yeah. Okay. The other word is try. Try is a setup for failure. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you an example. I'm going to try to stop smoking on Monday. (laughs) I already see the disaster coming. (laughs) Right? Yes. Versus Monday's my last day. I am a non-smoker starving Monday. Yes. Total identity shift there. Yeah. I'm a non-smoker versus I'm going to try to maybe, you know, but it probably isn't going to work anyway. Exactly. That's the unspoken part. Mm -hmm. Right. 
And then when you fail, you look back and go, oh, well, I tried. Oh, <laughs> this is why we've tried every diet out there. Yeah. And nothing worked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I tried. <laughs> I really tried. I really tried. Yeah. We tried every marketing plan out there and nothing worked. We uh -huh. tried. Um, but, you know, it comes back down to to the trauma that we've experienced in our nervous systems mm -hmm. and that we hold there. And it comes down to the areas of pain that we take a look at. And I'm going to quickly go through six of those areas. Oh, That's okay. okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as I go through them, feel free to write them down, the ones that resonate mostly with you. Mm -hmm. So one is rejection. And what really rejection is, is the feeling of not being loved. Mm -hmm. The other thing that hurts our heart is abandonment. Yeah. So that sense of not being seen. Mm -hmm. Then there's a sense of shame. That there's something bad about you. That things happen to you because you're bad, because you attracted them, because whatever, and you're dirty and you're unworthy. Then we have fear. And this is a huge topic that I'd love to get into someday Yeah, with you. <laughs> but fear leads us to self-protectiveness and to not trust anybody. Mm -hmm. We can't be successful in business if we don't trust anybody. Right. Then we have powerlessness. And this is where we feel trapped and helpless. Next is hopelessness. Things never seem to get better in our minds and we don't have hope for the future. And then there's confusion where, you know, we just cannot figure things out. Or make sense of them. Mm -hmm. So if any of those areas are prevalent in your day-to-day -day life, you're not going to be able to move forward in your business. Yeah. Right. Right. Because you're gonna get you're gonna get stuck in that emotion and just be there. Mm -hmm. Completely. Yeah. yeah. And you get stuck in this so-called rut. And what's right. the difference between a rut and a grave? The the covering. <laughs> about me. six feet about six feet yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> you're right about six feet I just figure in a rut they, they haven't thrown the dirt on you yet <laughs> <laughs> but it's coming <laughs> so yeah 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 this has been amazing thank you so much for, well, thank for you. sharing your wisdom just I hope I hope this has been helpful and someone has recognized that maybe they are ready to make a little bit of a change. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't have to be giant leaps, bit by bit. A little bit at a time. Exactly. The old saying, inch by inch, it's a cinch. <laughs> I love yard that. by yard, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Camille.
Wow, you're listening all the way to the end? That is awesome. I don't like to half-ass things either. Sounds like we might get along well. Let's connect on social media. I'm at Cam Unfiltered. If you want to find out more about me first, you can visit my website, CamilleDiaz.com.